Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Extraordinary Expletive. You got your boy J-Dubs on the mic over here. KG's on the other side, and we have recurring guest Mikael Russell, who is here to jam today with Josh, and we asked him to stay on board and talk to us today about metal, because October is metal month. Why is October metal month? Because October is spooky month. The devil. That's why. Hail Satan, our dark lord and savior. Just doing a little Justin here. Did you just call me Justin? No, no. You are a Justin. Your mom's a Justin. <laughs> so, like we said, Metal Month. We've been waiting for this. Um, we wanted to kind of span it out because, I mean, we're both pretty big metalheads. And I wear black clothing a lot. Yeah, like I'm wearing a Colin Thompson t-shirt right now. I'm wearing an Atlanta Falcons t-shirt. But I, I have a there's, Word there's, Alive t-shirt on. Like, <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> there's actually um, a, a recorded account. Um, this girl that I went to college with, she uh, she added me on Facebook. She's like, why is it in all your Facebook pictures you're wearing a Slayer t-shirt? And so I went through all my Facebook profile pictures. I'm like, these are all like five months, six months apart. Why am I still wearing the same Slayer t-shirt in every single one? <laughs> Similar, but not the same. But I have this cat t-shirt that's like tie-dye with the little kitties all over it. And... Apparently, I always wear it at birthday parties. <laughs> I have <laughs> no your, idea. That's your birthday suit. Yeah. Well, it's my, um, we went to go to our uh, cousin's uh, son's birthday party, and I show up, and I'm wearing that, and Liz looks at me. She goes, is that your party shirt? And I was like, no, why? She's like, you were wearing that at your daughter's birthday. And I was like, oh, this is my only shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, only I have to own take it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we said, Metal Month... Uh, you know, I don't want to be biased because I love all music, but metal's that bread and butter, dude. That's definitely it's that shit. It, it's always what I go back to. I was saying the other day, I'm like, man, when I was like super depressed, I I just miss fucking getting super drunk and listening to shitty pop music because now all I listen to is the stuff that I like is metal. Like I was listening to Protest the Hero on the way here. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I just bought. 10 out I my my friend and I went uh, my friend came over for a wedding he lives in Baltimore and he we compared CD collections all day all day and he had I Shout have out your boy yeah, <laughs> I counted I had 138 CDs he had 165 and I got mad and I got fucking drunk and went on Amazon and fucking bought like 11 new CDs including stuff like the human abstract you and still you still don't have 169 then I'm I'm going well yeah but I spent like fucking seventy dollars so like we're gonna come back next week and buy like another ten oh okay I'm be like all right we're gonna get Gojira's entire discography filled out because right now I only have Magma well which... see now this this episode's gonna come out all day's gonna hear it and he's gonna go buy ten albums and I already told him I did <laughs> always it. gonna be behind I already told him I did it <laughs> but his doesn't count though because he had ripped copies all mine are all original. You, oh man, you've seen them. They're yeah. all original. Yeah, all, all original Demi Lovato. So, well, there <laughs> were three Demi Lovato. Okay, I had like they're still original. They were good. I they, like it. They were nine Deftones. So yeah, yeah, and like every Nirvana album ever. I think that's all the CDs I, I have I left. I quit or... buying Nirvana CDs after two thousand seven because everything after that they've just repeated themselves. Yeah, they're like here's this one unreleased song from fucking you know a boombox version. I'm like 
all of their I'm not unreleased B sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, that's literally what it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna pay fucking ten dollars to have one fucking Nirvana, new Nirvana song. I'll just illegally download it or some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like buying albums because I like supporting artists. I know like a lot of it goes to the record company, but I feel like I don't want to be like, yeah, I love the Deftones. How many Deftones CDs you have? Zero. Yeah, like, I mean, how many Deftones shirts you got? A couple, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a few. You know, I mean, the, how do you know? Are they gonna get that? You know, I'm are sure they, there's some sort of royalties wrapped up in that. If you go buy a Deftones T-shirt from Hot Topic, they're gonna get like you know something. They, something. I it mean, might be like five percent, but yeah, like they'll still get it. Yeah, I've been trying to see them in concert, but they haven't been around here recently. And the one time they were, like, I couldn't get off of work, so I couldn't go see them. They they were on tour with Incubus, which I think would have been fucking awesome to go see, but. Dude, I just looked up the Incubus tickets for the show coming up in Pittsburgh, man, and like expensive. No. Yeah, right. I would love to see nosebleed Incubus, seats though. for eighty bucks. Oh, kiss geez. my ass! Like, where are they I like playing them. at? They're PPG Paints Arena. Jesus, they're not even in their prime anymore. No, you know? <laughs> I mean, and they're an amazing band. Don't get me wrong, but dude, I'm not gonna go spend two hundred and sixty-five dollars to get floor seats to yeah. see Incubus. Yeah, right. Like, unless you're playing a three-hour fucking show, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'll watch it on YouTube. Yeah, I saw taking out. I saw taking back Sunday for their uh, anniversary of um, tell all your friends, and I think my tickets were on like thirty bucks, and yeah. I was on the floor at stage eight. Uh, like going to festivals ruins that shit for you because you realize like, oh wow, for sixty five dollars I got to see thirty seven bands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, the, here's this really big band. The best it ever was uh, Mayhem Festival had the it was on June sixth. You has got dates and everything. Yeah, it was. Well, I think it's, well, it didn't. It wasn't from June sixth, but it started. It started in June. This was like twenty. The year that, been twenty fourteen. It was year event sevenfold and corn played. You get six tickets for sixty six dollars and sixty six cents. It was a six 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 special, so you were literally paying like eleven dollars for a ticket. So I bought, I bought six tickets, and I just was like, hey, do you guys want to go to Mayhem Festival? They were like. Kind of, I'm like, I'll sell you my tickets for ten bucks, and they were like, okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, sweet. I literally just, I bought my, I, I literally just bought it for me and Zager to go, and then I sold two tickets to Garen Kayla. I sold one to my friend Sierra, and I forget where. I think I just ate the other one because I paid eleven bucks for it. So <laughs> fuck it, like twenty two dollars. I'm gonna be in the fucking front for fucking Texas Hippie Coalition. Six dollars shit. I take were, later. What were the like big names? For that one, Avenged Sevenfold, Corn, uh, were the Asking headliners. Alexandria. Asking Alexandria, um, Body Count was there that year. Body Count featuring Ice T, Texas Hippie Coalition, Butcher Babies. Yeah, that was a good lineup then. Uh, Vale Maya played that year. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun show. It I was, was there. I, I had, had no idea he was there, but I was yeah. there that year. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, all right, so going on to what we decided on talking about. Um, to start it out, you know, metal wise, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> The origin of the death that is the metal scene! And where did it come from? So, basically... It took a long way to get to where we just got to. Yeah, you know? Like, the yeah. first ever metal riff or metal song you ever heard sounded nothing like that whatsoever. Uh, definitely. N- no, um, a lot of people like to credit Helter Skelter by the Beatles as being, like, the first metal song. Yes. Actually, um, I was just uh, doing a little... Um, research myself and uh oh geez who who came out with it first um helter skelter was almost like a response that uh 
Harrison said, oh, okay, well, because I forget what's, uh, um, what is it? Oh, Jesus. Born to be Wild, I want to say, came out and they had that very fast and loud song. It was voted one of the, like, the heaviest songs that anybody had heard. And the Beatles were like, oh, okay, well, I got you. And came out with Helter Skelter, which was super loud. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's it was loud and it was in your it was in your face for the time. Like not so much like people listen to it now, they're like, that was nothing. I'm like, yeah, but you gotta remember, like, this is the what would be considered like the third wave of rock at this point. Like the first wave being like Elvis Presley, the second wave being the Beatles. So like the heaviest thing you've heard to this point is I wanna hold your hand by the Beatles. You know? So yeah. when now you're getting into it it's heavier because like Deep Purple was one of those bands that came out in 68. Yes. 60, then Black Sabbath came out the same year. And you got to think like Godzilla, like they're like, wow, this is so fucking heavy. And like, it's a great song, but by today's standards, it's not even close to being Yeah, it's heavy. not heavy at all yeah, when you think yeah. about it. Um, going back to like original roots, which most music seems to always play back to is blues. And oh, yeah. there was an artist by the name of Pat Hare. Uh, I briefly discussed this with you earlier, but... Um, <clears throat> He had uh, two songs. I forget the first one he came out with. The other one was called I'm Going to Kill My Baby. And it was a song about his wife or girlfriend at the time cheating on him. And he was just basically talking about he's going to kill her. So, one, that came out with, you know, that morbid obsession of lyrics that metal has nowadays. The first inspiration that you can take from that and bring it out and be like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, you got all kinds of shit nowadays. You know, the media itself metal is devil worshiping blah 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 blah. but he also was one of the first uh blues artists to really use distortion and make his guitar a lot louder than what you'd normally hear yeah so i couldn't believe that like i actually (laughs) listened to it and i was like what the fuck like this there's no way this is metal it's literally just you know a fucking the kind of song you know it's not what you would picture metal like you said you know well black well like Black Sabbath, they got their sound because Tony Iommi, his last day on the job, fucking crushed his finger and had to wear a thimble. He cut so, yeah. off two fingers. Yeah, and he yeah. Had, like fake fingers on his two middle ones. Yeah, they were plastic yeah. tipped. Yeah, yeah, but he had to like tune his guitar down so he could actually. Like, yeah, play he, it. He, yeah, he had but... to tune his guitar down and use lighter gauge strings so he could actually still play. He's. I know. Like I've done research on that because I'm a guitar player. Like. And you want to be Tony Iommi? Well, yeah. I mean, who, you're who, like, doesn't? who, who doesn't? Right, yeah, who doesn't? Like, you're like, all right, I'm going to cut this wood right <laughs> here. <laughs> so, oh, Mom! Mom! <laughs> get a Band-Aid! <laughs> so he, when he cut his fingers, he was already a guitar player prior to that. So it really scared the shit out of him because he's like, you know, never I'm, gonna be able I'm to never going to be able to play again. Well, somebody showed him... Uh, a crude video of somebody from a different country. I don't remember where, but he only had his two first two fingers and he was playing these crazy solos and stuff. And he was like, Oh my God, like I can still play. He's like, <laughs> we got it, boy. He's like, Oh man, like I actually have a chance, Yeah, you know, to fulfill this, you know, it, it was his hobby at the time. And then it turned into his job and, He's just like, wow, like, this is real. Like, I can still do this. And then, like, you know, he had to figure out that he could do lighter gauge strings and lower tuning so that it was easier for him to do bends and 
like actually hold down the the cords and stuff because he I mean he cut the tips of his fingers off yeah he, so he can't feel you know how much pressure he's pushing down for on the frets and everything so he was like well I gotta figure something out well as he got better too that gave him the ability to bend even better than yeah. most people could because he didn't have that feeling he just fucking yeah I mean he's one of those players that because he had that injury. He had to go by what it sounded like, not by how it felt. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing as if you use like a slider for guitar. Yeah. Doing slide guitar. You don't, you don't really feel where you're playing on the guitar. You have to listen to it to get the right notes. And yeah. like, I, I think that's like how he figured out to play. I mean, because obviously if you <clears throat> chop off your fingers, you're going to have to relearn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something. <laughs> but right. um, before we get like super into sabbath like um you know going from the bluesy shit um we'd mentioned uh the who and uh you we know did. what th- they came out with a lot of songs that were heavy for the time you know what i mean yeah. they used a lot of fast um guitar playing and, um, and keith moon was just a fucking beast on the drums and that's you know inspiration that 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 gave somebody else that drive to to do shit with you know um they were heavy for the time um going into uh another one that i was researching was like like led zeppelin yeah like yeah. they were heavy i mean yes they were, they were way very, ahead of their time they were super blues rock they were they were not ahead of their time because they ripped off a lot of their songs but well, were, yeah. well, <laughs> well i mean like by what i mean by that is like because they got the publicity that they did and like all the other bands that they kind of ripped off like yeah like other bands were saying like you know that that's our shit you know what I mean? But yeah. then they were like, well... Do something about it. Yeah. And nobody did. Yeah. So, by being ahead of their time, they were the one of the only bands that, like, released that kind of music and, like, actually got radio play compared to the bands that they ripped off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even, even well, I mean, when, when we talk about though, like, I would say, like, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and... Uh, Judas Priest would be your cornerstones because they come. They all came out pre nineteen seventy, so those are like your cornerstones. But then you have the the bands like Led Zeppelin and even like Jimi Hendrix that really helped yeah. shape the genre. Because Jimi Hendrix was doing a lot of distortion shit, all the crazy shit with the guitar before anybody else did it. And people were like, Jimi Hendrix is the greatest guitar player of all time. I'm like he's not. He just did it in a time that no one else did it. And for that, he is an innovator, and he should be recognized for that. Not so much that. I mean, he was a great guitar player. Do not get me wrong. But whenever people were like, he's what the best of all time. Like, he's not the best of all time. He not anymore. A, yeah. No, not anymore. Yeah. But at the time, no one had ever seen shit like that before. Yeah. And he, even then, they're like, he played the solo with his teeth. I'm like, it sounded like shit. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> he mean, played a guitar that was on fire, and it sounded like shit. <laughs> but he was He doing was the it. first one to do it. Yeah. yeah. He was the Gigi Allen at the time. People were like, this black man ain't... What are he doing to my rock music? I mean, oh, like Jesus. you said, he he was an innovator, and you could look at him as an entrepreneur because he was making sounds that nobody really heard before, right? And yeah, uh, you know that was that was just like, I mean, look at Woodstock '69. I mean, like, yeah, he's like, "What's up, high motherfuckers? You want to hear the national anthem?" <laughs> and he just cranked it and. Everybody was asleep. He's yeah. like, wake the fuck up. <laughs> I want to see a circle bitch. <laughs> you know, that'd be crazy. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I agree with you um, on Judas Priest, Sabbath, and uh, Deep Purple. Like, even... Deep Purple still had that, that that more psychedelic vibe to them, yeah. you know, but they were still... They were heavier. They were heavier, for sure. Um, <clears throat> another one to touch on would be like Iron Butterfly. Um, yes. With Inagata De Vita, like 17-minute long song. Yeah, but <laughs> those motherfuckers were high when they did that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. But like the fucking, the tone of the bass in that song. You know, just <laughs> Iron Man's out there. They're like, okay, we're gonna play a 17 minute song next for you. That'll be our last song. Plink goes on next. Okay, just stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, uh, do that, do that solo again. All right, cool. It's like, dude, how, how many minutes are we up to? 17. Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. we can Perfect. have three more minutes in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that you know, that's that's another thing that happened with the down tuning, you know, and then, then came Sabbath. Yeah. And that seems to be a staple in a lot of music nowadays. You don't hear a lot of heavy music nowadays. That's in a standard tuning. Mm -hmm. I mean, even like, you know, shit we were fucking around with earlier, it's got a standard six on it, but we have a seventh string to drop that tone down. You know what I mean? And in a lot of metal bands, metal bands, you will see, you know, five, sometimes even six string basses, yeah. which is fucking insane. You know, like uh, how low are you uh, going to go? Like we were talking like death tones earlier. They're fucking guitarist plays with like an, what is it? Like a eight string guitar. Yeah. At yeah. what point are you just playing like a bigger bass? Like, yeah. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I know, uh, like Vale Amaya, their bass player plays a seven string bass. That's stupid. And he does like very intricate, like sweet picking stuff. Like, along with the guitar, I mean, I've seen playthroughs, and it's just like, you know, that right there shows how far along metal has come. Yeah. Because the bass player, I mean, bass players back way back in the day, before even, like, metal was even thought about, I mean, you just hold the rhythm. Yeah, you, know you what play I mean? three fucking notes, and yeah. you fall along with the drummer. Exactly. And there you go. And now, now like, in metal music... Bass players, they keep along with the guitar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Paul Gray actually had a five-string bass whenever he was still alive and was Slipknot. I think yeah. so. For I think Paul songs. Gray did use a five-string bass a lot. <clears throat> All right, we'll, we'll trail it off a little bit here. So yeah. let's, uh, let's go back to Sabbath. <clears throat> yeah. Now, Sabbath, when they came out um, originally in 68, and I believe their debut album, self-titled, dropped in 70, um, they were, in my opinion, what became that genre of metal that everybody talked about. They had the stereotypes. They had, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you had Ozzy Osbourne coming out, like, singing about more, like, okay, so you go to Zeppelin and they were singing about, you know, stories of fantasy and shit, but it was more, like, triumphant and about glorious things. Right, and, and Ozzy's, then, singing Ozzy's singing Iron about Man fucking, and Paranoid. Yeah, and, like, yeah. singing about death and fucking, yeah. you know, pigs. all kinds of shit. Yeah, war pigs, yeah. Um, they were like a cornerstone and a forefront for a lot because without, without Sabbath, in my personal opinion, you wouldn't have genres like doom metal and stoner metal that are out now. No, no. Cause I, I think that uh, well, a lot of those stoner metal and the doom metal bands, if you listen to them, they draw a lot of inspiration off of Sabbath. Yeah. You listen to the song Sweet Leaf. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is literally the original stoner metal song. I could picture. It's about smoking yeah. weed and it's heavy as shit. Yeah. Like, I could picture a band like the sword or, um. Who did, oh fuck, who made the album dopamine? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. Electric Wizard, Electric Wizard. <laughs> okay, okay. Electric Wizard or the Sword. They, I could picture both of them. Like, if you should just show me that song, Sweet Leaf, and you're like, listen to the opening riff. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking Electric Wizard. You'd be like, nah, it's Sabbath. If I never heard the song before, yeah. 
I mean, I guarantee if you like interviewed like the Sword, the band, like the guitar players, they'd be like, Black Sabbath is a huge influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's... I, I, I mean, a lot of metal players, like, if you talk to them, they'll be like, Black Sabbath is like. I mean, Metallica, for instance, James Hetfield. Yeah, he's like huge influence for me. It was Black Sabbath. He was... His huge influence is alcohol. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! He, ju- oh. he just checked into rehab this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like, it's just—I mean, Black Sabbath is really where it started. One of my I first mean, songs I ever learned to play was fucking Iron Man. Yeah, you know, like it's such an iconic riff. It, yeah, it, even whenever I was ten years old, that was like one of my favorite songs. Was like War Pigs and Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, War Pigs, you know, had that very. Like almost ambient metal sound, you know what I mean? They really drew everything out and yeah, yeah it was dun, 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 it was new to shit. Man. Yeah. It was something that I don't know really drew me to the genre. I was like, whoa, yeah. And then you got bands like like Judas Priest when they came out. They were more fast, in my opinion. You know what I mean? They weren't like the, I, I they weren't as demonic invasion. and dark, I right? Guess, and but... I think I think really the last the last band to be like. The last of like the first group would probably be Motorhead, because Motorhead came out later, but they were still before everybody else. And yeah. like you listen to like early shit like Bomber, like th- they're faster. It's more thrashy, but they're using that double bass and yeah. Well, they're they're like they're kind of more so like the founding of speed metal. Uh, they like. They kind of like they were different enough, yeah, that they um, led other people down that path, but they were still kind of the same as the original group. Yeah. So, like a, a lot of well, like going to thrash metal. I mean, the they call it like the British invasion because a lot of bands from Britain were doing this fast-paced stuff, like like Judas Priest. Yeah, I mean, even that, even fucking the Ramones, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, that shit was quick as hell. Yeah, and so it, it's just one of those things that like it starts from one band and like it changes <clears> everything. I mean, I mean, we'll get to thrash later, but that's literally what it was was bands yeah. like Motorhead that played faster, and then <clears throat> bands like Metallica were influenced. They're like, okay, they play fast, but we want to kind of have this punk rock sound too. Yeah, yeah. Because they're even, I mean, Metallica's huge fans of the Misfits, and the Misfits are like one of the biggest punk bands ever, yeah. just because of their fucking logo. Yeah. <laughs> I once seen a, there's like a waiver, it was on my Facebook memories, this guy who tattoos a Misfits skull quite often, and he makes people sign a, a waiver. Oh, I've seen saying that. Saying that they'll only listen to anything with uh, dancing, <clears throat> dancing in it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah, hilarious. Fuck but... Michael Graves. <laughs> You're not allowed to listen to Michael Graves in the fits, only dancing. Uh, Which they, they... You must also agree that anything that Michael Graves did was complete and total shit. They've been doing shows ever since Riot Festival in Chicago a few years ago. That The Misfits have actually done a few shows. That's sweet. The original with Glenn Danzig, Jerry Only, and... Um, Glenn Danzig. <laughs> I once seen a, an Onion article, and it said Glenn Danzig sues the universe. Like <laughs> Glenn Danzig, Jerry Only, um, oh god, what's the name of the uh, uh, Steve Wolfgang Wolfgang von Frankenstein? Yeah, I don't know. I honestly only know Danzig. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> and then the I think Dave Lombardo from Slayer has been their drummer. Really? Yeah, that's nuts. So they've been doing a few shows, but if you go to their shows, you're not allowed to have your cell phone. You have to like check it in, and they like seal it up in a bag so you can't take pictures or anything. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, 
Because Danzig's like, you're here to enjoy the fucking music. You're not here to take pictures or video. You're here I mean, to he has a point. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do get the whole point of, like, you want to take pictures to, like, as memorabilia. But, like, the people that just stand there with their phones up like this yeah, the just entire recording. time. You're not experiencing the show. You're yeah. experiencing that little box on your fucking phone. Exactly. That's experiencing <clears> exactly. the show. And, like... I mean, I, I do take videos every now and then just to, like, you know, this is my favorite song that they're playing. Yeah. You know? If I'm ever doing that, though, it's above my head. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I'm I can still, like, see them. jamming yeah. out, you know. <laughs> this video's going to suck, but I'm going to love listening to it later. <laughs> I'm I'm way too old now, but a few years ago, I, I didn't even have my phone because I'm like, I'm going to the pit. And then I get in the pit, and I'm like, I'm so scared right now. I'm just running in a circle. <laughs> I'm hitting this large man, then I'm hitting this small man, then I'm coming back here. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so so motorhead we could definitely say is like a, a cornerstone for thrash metal yeah you know yeah who yeah. do you who can you honestly say before that that played that fast or played that style yeah. nobody like, nobody there's no other band that i can say before them that sounded like motorhead i mean let's face it the brits fucking invented heavy metal yeah whether it was fucking the beatles and helter skelter or judas priest or fucking black sabbath the Brits were the ones that were like, we love the devil now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys take our nation from us. We're going to give you yeah. Satan. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I mean Judas Priest, though, like, yeah. I get it. They were, they were heavy, but they also had a, some not heavy songs. Like, yeah, they had a lot of radio, like, radio, a lot songs. of radio, fr- kind of like softer stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. what is it? Running after midnight. Yeah. Living. Oh, after living after midnight. midnight. Excuse me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rockin'. And and then if you if you look at like the song Painkiller, I mean you, Oh that you, that that intro drum riff is one of my favorite fucking yeah. drummers ever. I mean if you compare those two songs even, they're just like, is this the same band? Yeah. You know? That was one thing, um, since we're on, you know, this group here, like that was one of the first that um people said about Sabbath. Because there were a lot of bands who had some heavy songs mm-hmm. like that, like one or two yeah and then the rest were you know like that radio play kind of bullshit but sabbath was the first one to actually make like a whole album that was just that yeah you know? right and it was like damn yeah is this them is this what they're doing yo this <laughs> is good you know but then moving on from there um talking about your fucking t-shirts like i feel personally one of my biggest influences and in, i think the biggest influence for a lot of bands nowadays is slayer oh yeah like yeah they, you know, early '80s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no Mercy came out. Was it '81? No Mercy came out, I think, in '83, and then Rain and Blood came out in like '87 because back then bands didn't release fucking albums every year. They yeah. like Five Finger Death Except, Punch every Mega Death. <laughs> yeah, for whatever Mega. reason. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, they were formed in '81. I don't know when their first. I think album Show No dropped. Mercy was '83, and then Rain and Blood was '84. Five or eighty six, I mean they were the ones to really like, kind of take the whole, you know, worship Satan thing, and oh, then dude. really Even... like, just kind of use that for everything they did. Like raining blood, they tried to I be. Mean, they tried to be more hardcore, and you even see that today with bands like uh, White Chapel. They're like, yeah. hey, here's our song. It's called uh, "Demon Defiling a Witch." I'm like. You're trying too hard now. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're trying too hard. Just 
let's tone it back a little bit. Yeah, like you got bands nowadays like Infant Annihilator. Counter <laughs> Decapitation. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like, dude, Cannibal I can't Corpse. even read that on your fucking Cannibal symbol. Corpse has been around for like 30 years. Yeah, they yeah. have. But like, it's just like the, shock the name value. itself. Yeah, you know, you what know I mean? if you listen to Cannibal Corpse and they play some Demi Lovato shit, I'm going to be taken aback. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this isn't yeah. what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Corpse Grinder at fucking Mayhem Festival was like, this next song is a headbang competition. Yeah. <laughs> I win. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, nothing uh nothing stronger than love except Corpse Grinder's neck. <laughs> oh god. His neck's as big as my head. Yeah. What would what would take you longer to chop through a fucking redwood tree or corpse grinder's neck? I'm not even sure. <laughs> Probably his neck. Corey Taylor has a really big neck too. His, yeah. speaking his of, neck is speaking like... of huge necks and metal, let's get back on point here. Big necks and metal, Corey Taylor's neck is fucking huge as well. It's so You think they have sleep apnea? <laughs> <laughs> like that's a thing, you know. Corey Taylor's neck is so unproportional to his body though. Like if you if you like just see like you know a picture from here up, it's like oh he looks like some big ass dude. But then like you see a, a full body picture, he looks like some skinny ass dude with his big ass neck. Like dude, yeah. you look like a fucking old nineties WWF wrestling doll. <laughs> you look like, like the Kurt fuck? the fuck Angle because Kurt <laughs> Angle has had a broken neck like nine times. At this point, his neck is literally bigger than his head. Oh Jesus Christ! Like the back of his neck bulges out past his head. <laughs> From the sheer awesomeness, <laughs> just, just from being inside of it, fucking angle. Yeah, I got this neck broke from the uh, all my Olympic gold medals. So what? All right, what? so Slayer, Slayer, go back to Slayer. Slayer. Ooh, here we are. So, so we skipped ahead to Thrash. I mean, would you consider them Thrash? They're one of the big four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. See, I don't know. They they had that dark tone to me that always excited mm-hmm. me. There was something about it, like you said, like Raining Blood. Like that song yeah. was legit i mean like the guitars they did a lot of stuff with like whammy bars and harmonics and stuff and literally they said that uh like they made that sound because they wanted to make it sound like people screaming yeah like that's that's literally why they well yeah that's what that's i mean if you listen to uh, angel of death he screams into the guitar yeah yeah. He's screaming yeah. and now it sounds the guitar. You're like, oh. If you hear that through like the distortion through the amp, it's just this whole like, it just sounds evil. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that. That they're literally like they are are like the band that started the whole. In my opinion, like satanic. Like we're fucking evil. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know. When all did... employees must carve Slayer into their arm before e- returning e- to work. Yeah. When did Deicide <laughs> come out? Deicide? Yeah. Have you ever listened to Deicide? No. Deicide Satanic Death Metal. I think it came out, I want to say it was at least the early 90s, so. I mean, the whole, like, black metal scene, too. I mean, that's a little farther. Yeah. The thing with all of those thrash metal bands, though, was they all slowed down later on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Slayer's picked it back up, but, like, you got to think with Slayer, you had, like, Rain and Blood, and then, like, what? You're talking, like... Seven, eight years later, you have Seasons in the Abyss. Yeah. Which, it's still Slayer, but now you have more melodic, like, it's slower. Yeah. And, and like, songs like Bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Um, Metallica did it, like, mm-hmm. with their Black Album, and then Reload and Reload. Reload and, yeah. I mean, Garage Inc. was a cover album, so let's not count that. But, uh... I mean, even I, even Death Magnetic. It's not, I mean, it, they did start to, like, come back to the thrash. 
Yeah, but well, I mean, even Slayer did because they had like, if you like World Pain and Blood, that was like Slayer being like, "Hey, we're thrash metal yeah. again," and you're like, "Wow, this is really fucking good." Yeah. And Megadeth with uh, what was their last album that just came out? You'd probably know this. Uh, Dystopia. Yeah, that, that was, was really, really that was really good. See, I didn't listen to it. Oh, oh you, it was you really to. good. They uh, they won a Grammy for the title track. Damn, Mustaine probably popped a big boner about that. Yeah, do you know, but the th- what's really funny is whenever they like went to accept the award, the the, the house band played Metallica songs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like there was interviews and stuff, and he's like, you know, like I'm over that now. You know? Did they pay him off? You know, what? <laughs> they pay. It was like fucking Headfield's up there, dude. I'll give you three thousand dollars if you play under Sandman. He's like, remember the time he cried in our fucking, you know, into the monster document or what was it? Um, some, some kind, kind of monster. monster. Remember that time he cried? I want to see that again. <laughs> but like, it was just one of those moments for like him because all those years of him putting out all this work, and then he finally like gets a Grammy for what he's worked on. Like he completely ignored the whole Metallica band thing playing while he was getting that because he's like, it was such a surreal. The moment. thing is, I don't even think dystopia is as good as countdown to extinction or rust in peace or peace cells. But I mean, well, the, well, what year did that dystopia even come out? That was 2017. I think it was 17 or there was 2018. It was 17 or 18. I usually don't f- see, I, I'm not sure, but I usually don't get back to like listening to albums until like four or five years later. And then I'm like, wow, all these great albums came out in this year. So I can't say there was anything specific that came out. The mother load might've came out that year or to come out the year before Mastodon is the mother load. Um, I think it was the year before. I'm not sure though. It might've been the year before. Because I would say that one probably should have... I thought Emperor of Sand was their Emperor. most recent. Yeah, but I think... The, well, Emperor that was Sand like 2016, 2017. The Motherlode might have came out in 2015 then, and then Emperor of Sand might have came out in 2018, 2017. I think Emperor of Sand came out in 2018. Again, it takes me it like 17. two years to yeah. get back to this stuff. But... um. <clears throat> Man, we trail off a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's probably my, my fault. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all good. But I mean, that, you know, okay, we can also go with, with Megadeth because since we're on that, I mean, you know, that early 80s, we should. We're, we're going to do Thrash next episode, so don't yeah. say, don't oh, say yeah, too dude. much. Yeah, we've got we've got a bunch to say. But I feel like. Uh, we're like, not covering hair metal because nobody actually likes hair metal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys like hair metal, just go watch The Dirt. Yeah. And then call it a day. That'll be our or podcast episode. Or listen to episode. early Pantera. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Pantera's metal magic. <laughs> but I feel okay with Motorhead and kind of with Slayer more than I would feel with, like, I mean, obviously not <laughs> Judas Priest or uh, Black Sabbath, but they were some of the first ones to kind of get into that screaming Yeah, that started into metal mm-hmm. and... God knows where the fuck it came from. Like yeah. I have yet to sit down and go through the books about that because the metal vocals that you hear nowadays aren't just, they're not just yelling. It is something that takes talent and something that takes time and practice to do. And oh, yeah. if you just out there, bleh, you like your yell. fucking voice hurts. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like shit. If yeah. you're just yelling, you know what I mean? You got to actually sit down and, fucking hone that skill like there, there is i mean the screaming in general there are so many different techniques that you can do nowadays i mean 
like there are like the yell type vocals, but you don't just literally yell. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain specific way you have to do like, it. Like like architects is that like yeah kind of yell like that's scream, that's like you know? a yell scream like that like so if you look at uh, well going back to Metallica like the growl type vocals. Uh, it's yeah. like, it's it's like that, yeah. but you project yeah. it more. Yeah, and yeah. basically, it, it's a lot to do with your yeah. diaphragm and stuff like that. Yeah, with with gutturals and lows. Yeah, you get a lot of your diaphragm usage rather than like yeah. with highs. Is a lot of like squeezing your vocal cords up top. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's they're one of the first ones that like really got me to like want to scream something. You know, I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. Like Motorhead, like he just sounded like a dude who hit a meth pipe for fucking forty years. I mean, the ace of spades, the ace of spades. Let me talked. Let me kind of yeah, have the same thing that Johnny Cash did, where he's not singing, he's just talking fast. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all he's doing. Um, I apologize after we return from DVDs, but I do want to mention that Deicide, the Satanic Death Metal band, was actually formed in 1989. Jeez. So wow. They were around the same time that all this other stuff was going on. Yeah. Which, if you've never listened to them, I would suggest it. The only reason I know about them is because... I once killed a goat in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, I was watching Fuse, and I fell asleep, and I woke up, and there was an advertisement for fucking a new Deicide album that was going to be on sale at the FYE store. And this is, like, back in, like, 2006. And it was literally just like a guy with like a Sony Handycam. He would like film somebody and be like, hey, take a listen to this album, tell me what you know. And he's like holding the fucking Walkman in his hand with like the CD in it. They were like, yeah, that's pretty fucking hard. Like, and I'm like, wow, I want to check out this D side band. And then like I'm looking at their album, like their songs, it's like, yeah, like Butcher the Goats. Like it's just shit like that, like all kinds of satanic shit. I'm like, okay. And then, I mean, that might put them at the same time about Cannibal Corpse too. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. You two are going to be late. Oh, that's okay. You better hurry up before you get that late fee. <laughs> I don't know if we have any extra pants. <laughs> but, okay, so with bands like like Judas Priest and um, Black Sabbath, like, you know, eventually came, like, Alice Cooper. Yeah. And, you know, Cooper had that kind of stage show, too. And then you can yeah, kind of yeah. see that influence from Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. They had that big presence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, aside from their music, too, when they play live, it's like, dude, holy fuck. It's like watching a theater. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, insane. Alice Cooper, I mean, it, he's still playing live today. Yeah. And he still does these crazy, like, shows. He puts on a show. Yeah. He doesn't just go up there to play music. And and that's what it is. I mean, it's entertainment. You know, that is the music industry. It is. Yeah. It's entertainment. Yeah. That's what it should be. But, sorry, go on. Um, Like... I feel like a lot of a lot of bands nowadays try to do what Alice Cooper does because he's one of those people that really like took the whole um you know I'm on a stage it's time to actually put on a show. Yeah. And if you look at bands like Avatar uh have if you listen to Avatar yeah. like I I went and saw them um they opened up for Trivium and I mean, they put on a show. Yeah, I got I mean, to see them at um, Rock on the Range. Yeah. I, I mean, they literally, like, they come out and they act like they're in a circus almost. Like, it's just insane. And I feel like a lot of that style of doing, like, metal shows or rock shows came from people like Alice Cooper. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he doesn't do, like, all these crazy things like that, but... Um, he's still 
and I mean, en- he, entertainment. He had like the face paint. You know, he had yeah the fucking leather. He had the spikes. Yeah, the big ass boots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, he was way cooler than Kiss in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He kicked ass. Kiss yeah. had a wrestler. Okay, we were talking about uh, Cooper by the way. I, I know. Okay, um, I didn't know if you heard. I heard you. Down. It, Cooper was like the first shock rocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the first shock rockers. I mean, he was mentioned in even shit like Wayne's World. You know what I mean? He was yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, and you know they're. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. But he was one that really broke the stereotype, in my opinion, on that movie in particular. Because most people, okay, let's let's just get into this real quick. When Metal came out, you know, all these teens are listening to it. This is the new hit thing in the nation. And then the media grabs it. And yeah. it's about devil worshiping and that Satan. Did, that and didn't take root for at least... At least until the 80s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but... <clears throat> so it was like a good 15 years into Metal's run, but that's whenever they started to take over. I mean, and e- then, even even back, like, rock music, it was the same thing. You know, obviously... Oh, yeah, metal, play, play Stairway to Heaven backwards. It's about yeah, yeah. finding just, the devil and if, shit. If you, if you go, like, it's the same thing it's with metal. Like, the media thinks it's the devil's work. It was the same thing with rock music when it came out, too. Because, you know... Everybody listened to like country and uh, and like, pop, it, yeah. And that you know you can take that into like kind of like <laughs> America in itself. It's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, yeah. this thing's taken away from this thing. Let's talk shit on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. That's I mean, I happened, lo- I love old country though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, but really... that's off topic. What I wanted to say, <laughs> breaking the stereotype, like Alice Cooper in that movie, Wayne's World. They go to talk to him. And they're like, yeah, something, something, something. And he goes, oh, you mean something, something, Pennsylvania? And he just starts going into this, like, crazy history facts. Yeah, it actually turned out back in 1963, there was three people that blah, 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 blah. And, like, he was actually a very intelligent person. And that's how he is in real life, Yeah, too. exactly. I, and I most mean, people, because of media bullshit, like, uh, ev- oh, well, these are Satan worship dun- dumbass motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They don't they don't yeah. know anything other than how to play guitar. That, that's the biggest thing that bothers me, though. They're like, that guy's just screaming. He doesn't have any talent vocally. I'm like. You try and do that. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I I, um, I follow this guy on YouTube, Jared Dines. I was just about to say that. He, he shout does, out to him. He does this uh, series where he goes around at metal shows, and he um, he will ask people, "Can you do a metal scream for me?" Yeah, give me your best metal scream right now. And then people just be like, <laughs> and then and then they stop. He's like, "Oh man, that hurts." And he's like, "Would you say that it's something that?" takes talent to do and they're like oh yeah a hundred percent and then i walk up to some guy and he's like yo man give me your best high right now and he's like (laughs) and he's like wow man how long you been doing the vocals for and the guy's like oh about like 10 years you know what i mean like that's not something that just developed overnight like we were we were discussing like it's it's a talent like yeah in in the form of like music like it's just like playing guitar learning to play drums like you don't just go out there and fucking You'll rip your shit open. Yeah. Like, you oh, yeah. will no longer be able to yeah. do shit. You know what I mean? You have to hone that skill. <clears throat> they're, they're I people... mean, look what happened to M. Shadows, even. Yeah. yeah. Train vocals. And M. Shadows fucking took, like, what, like a year off? Yeah. That's because he was doing it the wrong way. And he's shredded his vocals. So he could still sing, but he couldn't scream anymore because it would damage him further. And that's why we never hear Waking the Fallen live. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't know. I seen him in... Uh... Rock on the Range, and they came out and did Unholy Confessions as a fucking uh, encore. He, he, like, br- he brought back some screams on the Nightmare album, a little bit, a little but bit, not, but not. it wasn't it wasn't like 
like their first two albums. Man, talking about everything, I'm so pumped. Like next week's gonna be thrash. Then we're gonna like hit like the 2000s metal, and then after that, I don't know. It's probably gonna be like we, get, I, we I, gotta talk about the branches that that happen. Like there this. are so many though. <laughs> this might be metal two months. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> there's so many subgenres. That's that's what I was just about to touch base on. Metal is probably one of the biggest uh, genres that hit the market, and then you go from metal into thrash metal, speed metal. You go into fucking doom metal, and you see death ba- metal. You see bands like fucking Sugar Ray was a speed metal band at one point, and fucking oh. The Sword is doom metal, Electric Wizard stoner metal, Dillinger Escape Plan is mathcore, which in itself is like a fucking um, it's insane. <laughs> it's part of like metalcore, which had like Bring Me the Horizon, which also had a branch of uh, deathcore and yeah. I mean, there's you have there's death metal, metal meets metalcore and then a deathcore and yeah. The there, shit goes so much, dude. The fucking roots reach for days. Yeah, like it's insane. Like but literally, it, literally though, you get to a point where like the branch, you're like, okay, can you name one of the like name one of the bands this genre? And you're like, I have three. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. Dillinger Escape Plan. Can you name another mathcore band? Uh, Horse uh, the band. Horse. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Is that a real thing? Or are you fucking with me? <laughs> I, they're, they're a real thing. I think they were considered mathcore. Okay, so we have two bands we can name. In yeah, mathcore. I can't. I mean, they're not. They're not really metal, but uh, Tool. One uh, anima. Uh, an, how do you? Anima. Yeah, they like they used math for that. Yeah. Like, they literally use math problems to write the songs. Would I, it be math core? It's not I, math I core, be, though, but they're... Would that be math... Tools, Tools kind of a metal band? Math kind metal. Of. They're kind like, of. They're, they're, they're an in-between, I think. It, it's like Metallica, where they were too punk for the, for the metal clubs and too metal for the punk clubs. Tools, like, too hard for the rock fans but two rock for the real, like real metal yeah. fans. So that's why people yeah. are always like tools. I feel like tools kind of like a metal band that you watered down with mushroom tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's very specific. Yeah. Like they're like, Hey, we really like drugs. This song's called schism. I mean, look at their music videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Alex Gray does all their art, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause like 46 and two is really heavy. Yeah. They have some, I mean, kick-ass riffs. Yeah. Especially, like, like drum-wise. Like, I love that, like, they have off-beats and stuff. They do, do weird timings all the time. Yeah. And it's not your stereotypical norm, but somehow it reached to the mainstream. And, uh-huh. and even, even a band like Deftones, who I would probably say is, like, my favorite band, just because I've never heard a Deftones album I don't like. If you listen to Adrenaline, their first album, compared to fucking Gore, their last album, they're nothing alike at all. got a valid point there same dude so i just did that and it reminded me we didn't say shit about dio uh well yeah no because dio was in black sabbath so like technically so i mean we can we can go from dio's solo career didn't come out till like later though like late 80s no no he came out early 80s it was like late 70s late 70s he he was in rainbow first and then uh sabbath sabbath and then his solo, and then there was a a time it after have been his early solo movies. that he was in. Um, it was a kind of a super group, I think. 
chicken foot. <laughs> no. Uh, Them crooked vultures. <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good super group. Yeah. They are really yeah. good. Yeah, they are good. Um, But yeah, Dio. I mean. Dio's like one of those godfathers of Hammer, although people Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. People call him like the godfather of rock. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, he. Like, what blows my mind is he was one of those vocalists that he swears. Or he swore, I mean, rest in peace. Uh, that please Dio, press F for Dio. Yeah, please press F. He did not take any vocal lessons, ever. I mean, I could see that, though, because I mean, he's just like, holy diver! He, he, he said that um, <clears throat> that the only musical lessons that he ever took was trumpet in school when he was, like, really young. I could see that because Dio's vocals don't really like, impress me or blow me away, but... What for? He still hits some really. Yeah, for what know. he's doing, they are fantastic. Yeah, that's like Ozzy. Like, yeah, yeah. Ozzy doesn't sing good at all. No, <laughs> no but no. for what he's doing, yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. ACDC, but, same thing. Yeah. What I mean, Brian Johnson and Bon Scott? They both. They sound like shit. Like you don't see them singing pop music. You know what no. I mean? They're like, all right, uh, you as the guitarist, I need you to play like uh, A, uh, E. Uh, D and then a G and I'm gonna sing to that and that's every ACDC every song, song. except yeah. for like it's just in a different order you yeah. don't know which one listening to fucking ACDC sing is like listening to Gilbert Godfrey read Fifty Shades of Grey God like, <laughs> you know what I mean like it's bad You're like oh fuck <laughs> I bet it works he perfect. reaches his hand across his shit it works fuck. perfectly for what they're doing though yeah. It wouldn't work for anything else. No, but it's the thing though. Like if, if I'm like, hey, if you could like open, a, if you had a picture dictionary, because no one's ever opened a fucking dictionary and seen a picture, that's retarded. That's not. That's an encyclopedia. So if I'm like, hey, we have a picture dictionary. How would you describe rock in one picture? And you just show me a picture of ACDC, I'd say, okay, I get it. I wouldn't. I mean, they're, they're really The fucking really golf iconic. caps and fucking short shorts have to do with rock and roll. <laughs> the uh, the schoolboy outfit. Yeah. Fuck Angus that Young. shit. I, but I feel like ACDC is like, if you want to be a rock band, that's what you want to be is ACDC. No way. Oh, my dogs are barking at something. I apologize. Well, I, I mean, there, there's, there's a couple bands throughout the years that have, like, tried to make the same type of music, like this simple chords, um... Uh, Jet, the band Jet. Yeah. They did a lot of, they sounded like ACDC. There's Airborne, they're kind of on the metal scene a little bit, but they sound like ACDC, you know? And they kind of took their sound and kind of just copied it in a sense, but they still wrote their own music. Right. You know? Um, I mean, you you can say that about like the the ball cast on the school outfits, but like, who would you put there? The Beatles? In suits for a rock band? Yeah. No. <laughs> the Beatles were a rock band. Yeah, but that's not what like I would. What is rock? Like it's not ACDC. Mm, I think it is. I don't know. I think that's like the. I think that's like the epitome. They just sing about some dumb shit, play a few chords, get out there. Yeah, I get and, it. And they sell so much. So but what, I mean, what would you what would you say would be the picture of a metal band? For a metal band? Yeah. I would take Slayer. Yeah. I would definitely take Slayer. I would take Slayer because you have like four dudes that like, there's blood pouring upon them and they're just fucking 
breaking. I mean, when, when I I I, saw... I want I I want I want Kerry King with the bald head though. I don't want him with hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I saw them for their farewell tour. Uh, what their first farewell tour, like their fifty ninth, <laughs> just this recent one. <laughs> so, Kerry King when he came out, he had literal like big ass chains just hanging from his waist, like real chains, and uh, that is like the image of a metal guitar player, like yeah. that people see. You know what I mean? Because. Who who does that? Like, uh, really? I, see, I do love Slayer and I do love Carrie King. My only problem is I think that all of Carrie King's guitar solos are super sloppy. Yeah, they are. They yeah. just sound so sloppy. Kind of all the same, too. They, they, are, the, they are the same, but no, he, the, he argued all the time that, like, uh, that that was the sound that he was going for because of how evil they wanted to sound. They're not the same because the solo for like Angel of Death isn't the same as the one for like Seasons in the Abyss. Like, but Five Finger Death Punch, all of their solos are exactly the same, literally the same. Yeah, solo. yeah. So, fun fact: Did you know that Carrie King played in Megadeth? I did not know that actually. Um, when Megadeth first started. He played live shows with them to support their first record. No shit. Yep. <clears throat> Did you know that when Megadeth first started, the only reason Dave Mustaine's the lead singer because he couldn't find anybody else he liked? Yeah. yeah. He was like, I don't like that. Oh, fuck it. I'll just do it myself. He's like, I'll just do it. I yeah. can't I can't handle these people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of arrogant, but uh, at the same time, I guess it worked out. They, they tried out. Well, he did try out singers, though, and then he was like, I don't like that. Fuck it, I'll just do it. I'll yeah, do he was it. like, you guys really aren't doing the sound that I want for my band, so I'm just going to do it. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it works out, you know, yeah. but shit, I've been there in a couple bands I've been in. We were looking for a bass player for so long, and then, like I was doing vocals, and I just, fuck it, I'll just play bass and sing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. not working out. Wow. <laughs> was that, <laughs> was that, a, <laughs> that was a... That was a burp, I apologize. Oh, I thought it was a death metal guttural. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, even uh, even with other bands, though, like Dave Grohl was like, "All right, let me just, uh, you know, I want to be a new band. I'm just gonna make the Foo Fighters. I'll just play every instrument. I'll record an album. We'll be done." Yeah, and he and recorded he got, every part, every part, and then he just got the band afterwards. Yep, <clears throat> godlike, godlike. We well, don't deserve Pat, them. Well, Pat Smear was like the first guitar for the Foo Fighters too. Really? Yeah, from Nirvana. Yeah, I didn't know that. What, the Pat Smear? Well, he's a guitarist for him now. Really? Yeah. He left yeah, see, for... I never, like, really look up a lot He of left for a few I'm years. super, super into him. He left for a few years, and then he came back. I, he, actually, I shouldn't say he still is, but I know, like, three years ago he still was. Because he left, and then he came back. Remember that time we were talking about metal? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember. I think it's... I a, apologize. I got it's topic. okay. <laughs> no, we do that often. And yeah. I hope everybody... That's okay. No, that. We we said that in the first episode. We're like, hey, we we have very loose topics because <laughs> we're gonna go in and out. I mean, but... it's not like you have a list of things like, yeah, we're gonna talk about. Yeah, we this. have. If cards. I actually did the research and like wrote a script, I probably could, but I don't yeah. do. I just come in here. I'm like, hey, what the fuck are we talking about today? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Oh yeah, dude, I remember Sabbath. What I mean, the like... fuck is jazz? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're talking about jazz today. Uh, I once read a uh, a post that said like things to tell your guitarist the nice way it's like hey dude you're playing the wrong notes it's like wow man that sounds really jazzy 
But, uh, all right, so who would you say, you know, after Sabbath, Priest, Deep Purple, Alice Cooper, shit like that, would, before we hit the 80s, you know, like, late 70s, metal band that had a big influence? Um, Oh, jeez. I mean, because if we're not going to get to the big four till next episode, you know, I mean, I feel like we could even talk about that now. I mean, (laughs) so... Obviously, Metallica. I mean, I know you don't want to really get into that, but like they are. Kenny doesn't. <laughs> they are like the most influential metal band of all time. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it, I would say that. But I, it, so we're talking pre eighties. So, well, I no, Metallica. Metallica still came out in the late seventies. What seventy eight? Their first album was eighty three. I th- yeah, but I thought they well they like technically formed in like the late seventies. I think they like, formed in eighty one. Eighty one. They did. Yep. Okay. Damn. I thought I could. Well, yeah. No. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick one that's in the late seventies. <clears throat> yeah. I'd have to like Google metal bands from the late seventies. I mean, like, but when we didn't touch base on like I think Iron Maiden, another big mm-hmm. forerunner mm-hmm. there. Well, there you go. There's 70s. there's your other British invasion too. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But I mean. Speed metal, like I forget who you said, like you know, like Motorhead. Oh, yeah, Motorhead. I think those guys, like maybe they got influenced from Motorhead, but their riffs are just like you're like whoa, yeah, like fucking Run to the Hills, like yeah, that's just they're just playing like the same chords just fast as fuck, like Number of the Beast. I mean, oh, and. As far as like a metal band goes in performance, stage show wise, I have never seen a fucking band put on a show like them. They they were one of the first bands to have three guitar players. Yeah, and, and it worked. And it worked. Yeah, most of the time three guitar players do not work. No, yeah. because you got this meshing that just somebody runs over top of somebody else, and at least in metal, anyways. There, yeah. I mean, if you look at country music, usually they have a lot of guitar players playing different types of guitars. But yeah, steel lap guitars and shit like yeah, that. But yeah, but like actually, like just regular six string distortion guitars, they were one of the first bands to really make it sound good. Yeah, and going back on what I had said earlier with drop tuning, you don't normally hear a lot of metal bands playing E standard. Like, yeah, for yeah. an E standard band, like they wow, were they were fast heavy. and heavy. Yeah, I mean, they're. Uh, I I mean I I keep going back to thrash metal, but like, it's just these bands that really like started the whole metal scene. Um, it just it leads to thrash metal for me yeah. because I would say that would be the next like bump up. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, thrash metal was that fusion between the metal bands like Black Sabbath and the punk bands at the time too. Yeah. Like yeah, um, the Ramones or Sex Pistols, Misfits, Misfits. You had like the darker side and then like the brighter side and it all kind of came together. And it just came together and they just fucking went with it. Yeah. And then it just created a new fucking genre, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a sub-genre of something that's already done, you know, and I don't know, man. It it makes me wonder, like, are there people that, like, back in the day, um, whenever they were writing music, were they they sitting there like, uh, what would this fall under, you know, like... 
I don't, well, I mean, at one point there were no genres. They're just like, I'm just going to play this instrument. Yeah, I mean, they invented the electric guitar. Let me play that, and then you had like all that shit with like Elvis Presley and stuff. Where people were like, whoa. But like, if or, you look at like, well, originally blues, but um, like Judas Priest and um, uh, Iron Maiden, like whenever they were writing that style of music, were they saying like, you know, what 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 do we call this, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna be like they didn't sit all they didn't all sit around in a room and be like, all right, well, let's write some thrash speed metal songs. Y- yeah, yeah. They're they like just wrote something. And they were like, I don't know. I you know I really like how fast paced this stuff is. You know, let's just let's make that the sound of our band. Yeah. You know, and you know at the time like they what what would they call themselves like yeah we're we're the pioneers of thrash metal like. How would they know that? You yeah. know what I mean? They I wouldn't. I don't think I see this. It would be like with NWA. They, they weren't supposed to be like the... They were just like, hey, let's write some rap music. What are we going to sing about? Yo, fuck the police. <laughs> and they're like, hey, these guys are gangster. And they just became the you know godfathers yeah. of gangster rap. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that's something they couldn't have classified then. I guess that's something we're spoiled on. Like if we want to learn or write yeah, a certain I mean, type like, of music, you can say, hey... I want to write like this. Yeah, like me personally, like I get a lot of influence from like metalcore bands yeah. when I write <clears throat> when I write guitar. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm gonna that's that'd be my genre, metalcore. Like it's already there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, it's hard nowadays to write something that's new, brand fucking new yeah. that you've never heard. Yeah. You know, unless you're insanely talented, and I don't even mean that like. Like, in a bad way. Yeah. Like, um, if you listen to a lot of the stuff that's out there now that is this progressive metal, like, instrumental stuff, that shit, those guys are phenomenal. Yes. Like, Animals as Leaders? Animals as Leaders, Polyphia, uh-huh. fucking uh, Buried Alive. These guys are playing the guitar the way that nobody's ever fucking played it before. I mean, I, I just discovered Polyphia not too long ago, and I'm just like... Like, how, how do you even think about playing like, that? Now I know how people felt, like, watching Hendrix or something for the very first yeah. time. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Holy shit. Hold on. Do that again. I didn't <laughs> you know, know. I didn't know you could make that sound on guitar. How'd yeah. you do that? Like, that's, it's insane. Like, and that's, that's where it's going now. And it's, it's crazy to see, like, going back to the beginning of this conversation, this all stemmed from some fucking blues guy and some fucking British bands. Yeah. And now we have this <laughs> fucking crazy, like, I mean, I mean, uh, I've never listened to any other type of music and been like, dude, I could fucking punch a toddler right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, metal has this grip on you that's just like, holy fuck! Like, yeah. I could have never imagined like moshing at a country concert or like, you know, going to a Mac Miller show and like wanting to fucking spin kick somebody in the mouth. You know what I mean? Like, no, dude, this just ain't gonna happen. It's just metal, in my personal opinion, has touched my life in so many ways because there it is such an express of emotion it mm-hmm. is. whether it be through the screaming or through the lyrics like like those screams aren't just bullshit nonsense that you can't hear if you <clears throat> listen to metal often you can understand what they're saying yeah and then it is in a release of emotion that they put into that certain part of the words for a reason you know what i yeah. mean yeah it's it's insane. Like I've I've listened to metal songs that have made me fucking cry. I've listened to metal songs that make me fucking like want to lift a house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's one of the strongest genres of music I've 
ever had the experience of listening to and and going to like the emotional side of like metal singers in general uh like i've listened to songs where you can like tell that they are just getting worked up while they're singing and and putting that that raw emotion into music is what makes i think metal good in a sense because i mean just hearing like those imperfections in the recordings and stuff it's just like wow like that person really put their heart into this yeah you know? it's not just a normal copy paste fucking song that you hear on the radio every yeah. day you know what i mean yeah like, if you want to get into like real metal music you're gonna have to go buy sirius xm you know what i mean you're yeah. not gonna hear it on your local no. radio station it's I don't know, man. It's something else. Yeah. No, because the last time I actually, um, I had to drive from here to like Mississippi. It was like five or six years ago, and it was like every like two hours you're like, "This is Cattle Decapitation, the new song." And I'm like, "Man, they would never play this on fucking Rock 104." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember a while back, like Rock 104, it's not a thing anymore. It's not. And I remember a while back, uh, I would I did like a late night Walmart run. And they played like, um, I think it was Master of Puppets on Rock 104. And I was like, why don't they play this during the day? Like, that was the only time I ever heard metal on that station was when nobody was listening. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, I mean, that was just one of those things. I was like, radio stations do this thing where, hey, this new popular band is popular listen to their new popular song every 45 minutes well yes. it's, it's just record companies are like hey here's money push this song yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not it's not here's the songs we have you know just play them evenly and we'll see which one like pulls up it's like hey this fucking billy Eilish song just play that song yeah play that like every i don't know like, 45 minutes you got songs that are good but then like if i mean if you're a constant listener to the radio like that shit gets overplayed. You, you get fucking tired of it, dude. Over and over. Again. I don't even know what song it was. I was driving and mm-hmm. I fucking, I was like, I don't. I think it was some song by the weekend. This is this is only like a week ago, and I'm like, I don't like <laughs> that. So then, like, I hit one of my other presets, and that same song was on. I'm like, okay. And then I hit the seek button. It went to a different station. Same song was on. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I hit the preset. I hit country. I'm like, I'm not listening to country. Hit the seek button again. It was like some shitty fucking Scorpion song. I'm like, no. Hit seek again. And then it was like the same song. I'm like, all right, I'm shutting the radio off. Like, I, I, Where are my CDs? I'm pulling one out. Like, here's fucking, we're going to listen to fucking Protest Hero. We're done. I've been in that same situation too. Uh, you know, you'll finish listening to a song. You change the station because like I try to skip the commercials sometimes. And it's the same song on a different channel playing, and then you go back, and it's a different song. I mean, it's like there are there are stations that overlap. Yeah, there's a station in Canton that has the same playlist as a station in Youngstown. They're just one song apart. So if you switch stations, you'll be like, oh, okay, I just heard the end of this song, and then say like you're like you're listening to one of the stations in Youngstown. You're like, okay, Stairway to Heaven finished. Oh, and here comes fucking Bon Jovi. I don't want to listen to Bon Jovi. You go, you're like, oh, they're playing Stairway to Heaven. Okay. Okay, it finished. Oh, it's the same Bon Jovi song. I just fucking heard. And I only <laughs> know this because it's happened to me multiple times. I've yeah. switched back and forth. I was like, I don't like the station in Youngstown. I like this one in Canton better. But and it's, I the, just same it's the same station. <laughs> well, I don't it, know. Maybe that's why 
at least nowadays, I can't say for back in the day, like in the 80s and shit, because, you know, I wasn't born until 1990, but that's why metal's cool as fuck to me, because you have to go outside of the mainstream to find yeah. it. Yeah. You can't, yeah. I mean, now you got Sirius XM, you got like shit like Octane and Liquid Metal and stuff like that. Rap is kind of the same way, though. Yeah. You have to go, can you name one rap station around here? Can you name one rap station in general? I'm sorry. They say <laughs> they say they say fuck in the N word way too much to like be broadcast on. Yeah, it'd be radio. just like just the beat playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here's new. Uh... For the record, the first time I ever heard Gold Digger, I'm like, why does it say broke twice? And then I found out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh jeez, yeah. what the fuck's a broke broke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. That's. So that's, you know, that's our basis right there. That's where we're going to start. Let's We're I mean, going to we build this fucking that. brick concrete building. Yeah. Fuck that. We're going to fucking melt down some goddamn fucking steel and we're going to pour and cast and make a metal building. So here we are. We we've, we've mentioned Zeppelin. I think I think we've we've got a good base here. We have Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Priest, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Iron Maiden, Slayer. Iron Maiden and Slayer. Briefly touched on Metallica. Thrush is coming up with the big four next week, man. Yeah. There's going to be more Slayer next week. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll wear my Slayer shirt next week. Yeah. I like. Well, we're like. (laughs) The one that I've been in every fucking Facebook post (laughs) with. I'll wear that same Slayer shirt. I'll wear uh, Norwegian death metal paint. Yeah, there you go. I look like Danny Filth when I come in. And by the last episode, I'll just talk like this the whole time. By the last episode, I'll be in Juggalo paint. Yeah. By the last episode, (laughs) I'll just be butt ass naked. (laughs) All right, guys, we're here to talk about uh, he is legend, and every time I die, why are you naked? Why the fuck aren't you? I like to party. All right, guys. uh, So, Mike. Thanks for uh, hanging out. Yeah. It's kind of impromptu, but you've still got a lot of Worked good info out. out of you, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dave might be on next week. Yeah? Unless he's a piece of shit. Well, so so he won't. he's not going to be here. Yeah, he's probably not going to be here. But <laughs> motherfucker lives here. He, he asked us. He's like, hey, what if I just showed up on your podcast one day? I was like, all right. We just went downstairs. We are like, hey, dude, do you want to be on the podcast? He's like, but I'm not, I'm not in it. Like, yeah, but you could be if you just <laughs> come downstairs, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> all right, so... um. Please be sure to do us a favor, and I know we say it every time, but if you guys check out our YouTube videos, hit the subscribe button. It's free. It doesn't cost you any money. All it does is send you some notifications if we pop up a new video. And, and the like button. Yeah, smash that like, man. That yeah, smash up. that like button. Um, if you're on social media, be sure to like, actually like our fucking page Yeah, and share our page. <laughs> I've seen so many people who share our posts, and it's like, hey, would you like to invite such and such to like your page? And I'm like... They just shared my post. How do they share our how page? Do they do that? Like our page. Trying to get more exposure. You want to do more. You want to have more bands on here. We should be having a band here in about probably November. Yeah, if not by the end of October. If not the next two weeks, we'll have them in three. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're we're gonna be doing. We're not gonna have like periphery on, but you know, yeah, we might be like burn the priest or something like it, that. It, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, keep it classy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.